0: Every business owner faces their breaking point. The money isn't coming in. You know your business is worth it, but everything is going wrong. I'm Alicia Strazeri, and this is The Day You Almost Quit. Tune in every week to hear inspiring stories from real entrepreneurs who kept pushing and made it. Hey guys, so welcome back to The Day You Almost Quit. This week's episode is going to be a little bit different because our guest of honor is yours truly. I thought it would be fun to share a little bit about myself and my background. And I don't know, give you guys a little bit more info on your main girl here. So let's see, how do I usually start these things out? (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. A few fun facts about me before we get into, you know, my businesses, and my experience with a day I almost quit. I think there's been quite a few, actually. But a few fun facts about me. I live in the beautiful Colorado and absolutely love it here. Spent 13 years living in San Diego before I moved to Colorado, and I have to say, as crazy as it sounds, I don't miss it. It's really kind of crazy. I really don't. I absolutely love living in Colorado. I have three sons, my oldest is almost eight, and then I have twins that are five. All boys and ooh, everything in my house is loud and broken all the time, all the time. Let's see, what are some other fun facts about me? I love fashion. I do like to swear quite a bit. I'm fluent in pirate and construction worker. Back in the day, I used to drag race cars, legally, not illegally. Don't go telling on me. So those are some fun things about me. I love to go hiking. I don't know. I'm trying to get into macrame, but I can't seem to complete my very first project. Hello, procrastinator. Yeah. So anyway, so those are some fun little tidbits about me. Let's get into my business that I'm going to talk about, and then also the day that I almost quit that business. So I have a background in digital marketing. And then after my oldest was born, I started working from home and turned that into a social media consulting company where I would take on clients. Mainly, my clients were smaller business owners and most small business owners, they are their main jam is not Instagram, you know? They are, they want to do their craft, they want to do their service, they want to focus on their passion. The last thing they want to do is try to learn, you know, the algorithm of Facebook and Instagram and master it and come up with content ideas. And it's just it's just really not their thing. And so, you know, I found a really, I don't know, like special little spot to fit in in being able to apply my marketing skills, my relationship building skills, and my social media experience and service them in that way. It was going pretty well, I guess. You know, like it it served me well. I got to be a full-time stay-at-home mom as well as bring in in, an income. And it was kind of up to me how many clients I had at a time. So, I mean, I have to say I can't really complain about it. I, I think it really did serve me really well and taught me a lot of things. But flash forward a few years into it, and my client at the time, I I love them dearly, and I have an absolutely wonderful relationship with them. But as a client, they really just weren't ready to take me on, to be honest. They weren't at a place in their business that they really were ready. And then they didn't really understand how social media worked. And I don't blame them. It was not their expertise. But I ended up basically firing the client is a a long story very short and so i fired the client and i think it was like the next day and i was like i i don't think i want to do this anymore i just i really don't like i'm tired of feeling like i'm failing i'm tired of feeling like my hands are tied behind my back and i can't do what i know is my special skill i can't actually run this thing in a way that's going to be successful because the client has the final say And so I, I just, I really was ready to walk away. Just like, you know what? I have no idea what is going to be coming next or what I'm going to do next, but this is not it. Like I'm, I'm over it. I'm, I'm tired of this thing. And my only caveat to that was, I was like, you know what? If my friend, my friend had recently started a business, I want to say maybe like four months prior. And it was a business I was really passionate about, really interested in. And she was actually on the show. Her name is Lauren Germanario, and she had started Integrative Divorce Group. And having experienced divorce myself and knowing how traumatic it was, I really believed in what she was doing. And so that day that I fired my client, I was like, all right, I want to quit this thing, but if Lauren calls me, I'll at least hear what she has to say. She's the one person I'll go work for or I'll I'll have as a client again and in this capacity, in a social media capacity. No shit. No shit. Two hours later, Lauren texts me. I haven't talked to her in months. Lauren texts me and says, hey, I want to see what your pricing is and if you'd be interested in coming and in doing social media for integrative divorce group. And I was like, shut the front door. Like, I can't believe this happened. So she was like, you know, we're not ready. We're not quite there yet or whatever, but send us a, send us your pricing sheet and we'll go from there. So anyway, flash forward, actually, that's not how things went down. And currently I'm using my, my skills, my marketing skills, but instead of as a social media consultant, I have come on as a shareholder in the business and am the director of marketing and business development. So, I guess you know I'm taking this a little bit a little bit of a different take than my normal interviews with my guests, but what I really want to talk about is leveraging relationships and how important it is to walk into every interaction you have with someone. I was at a networking event this last weekend, and this guy stood up, his name was Josh. he was so nice, and he had such a really powerful message, and his powerful message was this: he said. You shouldn't walk into even a networking event, okay? Don't walk into that and go, okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to pitch 10 people tonight or 30 or whatever it is, and here's exactly what I'm going to say. And I know if I say exactly this in the right order, in the right way, with the right words, that then these people are going to become whatever, customers, clients, et et cetera, right? This is a horrible plan. This is a plan to fail. If if that's how you're going to run your business, I promise you, you're going to fail. That's not how the world works. The world really is centered around genuine relationships. And so when you walk into even a networking event, okay, you walk in with no expectations. Okay, You're prepared to talk about what you do if asked, but what you're there for is to connect human to human with other people. Listen to them. Talk to them. The thing is, is you never know who you're going to meet and you never know what that conversation, one conversation could turn into. You just, you have no idea. You just really, really, really don't know. And so if you walk in with no expectations at all, and instead think about how can I get to know this person? Maybe they have something for you. Seriously. Maybe that person has something to offer you. Maybe it's not you that has something to offer to them. Or maybe this person is going to refer you to someone. Or maybe this person is going to connect you to someone that you've been trying to connect with, you know, the, a, a business partner, maybe a, a new industry that you're interested in getting into. You have no idea. So along those lines, I wanted to talk about how I even met Lauren, okay, who I am now working with in a business, we're building a business together. I met Lauren on Facebook through a mutual friend. We became Facebook friends. Okay. Through this mutual friend, we become Facebook friends and I see, you know, I'm following Lauren. I'm seeing what she's doing, what she's up to. And I see that she starts a podcast. Well, one night I had a couple glasses of wine and I decided to comment on one of her things that said, Hey, Lauren, I'd, I'd love to be on your podcast sometime. I didn't even know what I was going to talk about. And she was like, I'd love to have you. And I was like, what? <laughs> so we do this podcast interview and get to know each other a little bit more. Like that was the first time we had ever actually spoken. You know, we had like a pre-call or a pre-recording interview and then actually did the interview and recorded it. And that was the first time we had actually talked. Everything else had just been, you know, liking each other's stuff on – Instagram and 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 Facebook and you know getting to know each other in that way, following each other's stories, right? But then after that, recording, I get invited to go to this like women's networking event. We went snowshoeing together. That's the first time I met Lauren in person. Was we went snowshoeing together? Actually, no shit, I can't believe I can't believe I'm recording this today. That's crazy. So just this morning popped up on my on my Facebook memories. That that was a year ago today. So nuts. So anyway, so a year ago today, I met Lauren in person. And here we are. Now we are building a business together. So my point in telling you that story is that I had no idea when I became Facebook friends with her because we had a mutual friend. I had no idea that I would later on be building a business with this person. I didn't go into that friend request with... Intention, okay. I went into that with with curiosity and with an open mind, right? So you just you never know where things are gonna go. And I, I have one more example that I'd like to tell you guys about. So several years ago, man, I want it was back in okay. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say how old I was because let's not age myself, right? At the toward the beginning of my career, let's put it that way. Toward the beginning of my career. I was burnt out at the job I was at. Absolutely freaking burnt the F out. And I was looking for something else. The company wasn't doing that well. I was kind of worried about where it was headed. And I was traveling for work. I was flying back home to San Diego, ended up on the airplane next to this guy. And we just start chit-chatting. I'm asking about what he does. He's asking me about what I do, whatever, right? We're just having a conversation. I had no no intention, no agenda. We end up Talking about a position that he's trying to create on his team, and I'm like, all the skills he's talking about, I'm like, I have all these skills. It's not the same industry. I I actually knew nothing about the industry that he was in. The end of our conversation, he gave me his card, and I said, "All right, well, I'm going to call you on Monday, and then we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about why you're going to hire me for that position." And he was like, he laughed, but I was like, "No, I'm serious." (laughs) <laughs> and I did. I called him on Monday. I think that was like a Friday or something. I called him on Monday and I ended up getting the job and I, lever- I leveraged my experience in an entirely different industry, entirely different job, but leveraged my experience and my skill set to land myself a really big role in a company, in a new industry that I had never worked in before, all because I sat. I decided to be open to having a conversation with some guy on the airplane, like so. Again, my point is, don't go into anything in your life with with a preconceived idea of how it's going to all turn out, because most of the time, it turns out better than you ever think possible if you are just open to the possibilities. And I, I mean, I mean this even from a, you know, social media like slinging your stuff on the internet, okay don't send DMs. Don't send DMs that are not genuine. Don't send, hey, you really need my product. That's not how, that's not how to build relationships. It really isn't. Comment something genuine. Send them a message that's genuine. And in a way that you want to connect with that person, you never know where it's going to go. All right. So I'll get off my high horse about relationship building. It is, In my opinion, it is my – one of my superpowers is building and leveraging relationships. But it also takes time. So, you know, I guess I'm not off of my soapbox yet. (laughs) For any of you who are out there and you are selling a product, a service, et cetera, on your Instagram or on your Facebook or on your TikTok or Pinterest or on LinkedIn, that's actually a new one that I'm working with. If you're out there and you're trying to to sell whatever it is that you're selling, okay? You have to understand that that relationship building, genuine relationship building, which is what you want because you want customers who are bought in, you want followers who are bought in and engaged, you want people who are going to refer you if what you offer comes up in a conversation with them in their own private world. That's what you're wanting. Well, in order to build that kind of relationship, it's going to take time period. It's going to take time. You are never going to get that off of one DM to somebody. It's just not going to happen. And so I think what a lot of people do is whenever they're thinking about social media, they think it's going to be quick. It's not quick. It's a long game. It's a long game. And it is something that you're going to need to to put in effort into, but it's going to have to be genuine and you're going to have to have set expectations for yourself in a reasonable way. You're not going to be able to, you know, <laughs> like one person's story and then they're going to turn into a customer. That's not that that's not going to work. You're going to actually have to build the relationship. Anyway, so just know that if it's taking a while for you, don't give up. Don't feel like you're failing. You're not failing. If you're if you're active and you're consistent and you are working on building those relationships, it will come. It will come. You just have to be patient. So just have reasonable expectations for yourself. And and don't be so hard on yourself, you know? All right. So let's see. We've covered kind of what I used to do, right? Like how I got into this whole thing. We've covered where I'm at right now. I I usually ask people where they're going, right? So where am I going? Well, right now I'm very committed to integrative divorce group. And my role there in building that business, I believe so strongly in the trauma-informed approach to divorce mediation. Divorce is brutal, guys. If you've known anyone who's been through it or if you've been through it yourself, it is brutal. It, it, It affects every facet of your life. And what I have personally experienced and I have heard over and over and over again in talking to people who have been through it is that the... Way our culture approaches divorce in our country adds more trauma. We extend the process by fighting, okay, instead of coming together, because the quickest way out is to come together. And that's, it sounds crazy, but, but it really is true. When you have your, you know, your attorneys are fighting against each other and you can't even talk to each other. And, you know, and I understand like whenever you're in a high conflict situation and like you think that that's the best way. I really do. But the truth is, is that you're only adding to your emotional trauma and pain and suffering. And you're also financially suffering as well, because the longer you continue to fight, the more money it will cost you. I That is an absolute guarantee. So I really believe in what we're doing in creating a place for people to feel heard, to feel like they're needs, desires as they're, as they're trying to come up with an agreement that's going to affect their future in a big way that they feel heard and they feel seen and they have a safe place to communicate so that you can get through it in a more efficient and less combative and less traumatic way. You know, we also offer divorce coaching which would have been invaluable to me when I was going through my own. It would have been so helpful to have someone who understood what I was going through and could talk me down when I was really triggered. Because here's the truth, is you're you're making big decisions for your future when you are in a state of fight or flight. And your limbic system is activated. You can't think straight. It would have been invaluable to me to have a divorce coach who could say, okay, let's like, let's think through this. Let's calm down. Let's get out of that limbic brain. And let's calm down and, and let's let's actually figure out what it is you want, what it is you need, what it is you're afraid of. And then let's make decisions. So, anyway, so I believe so strongly in that that I am, I am very committed to what I'm doing right now. I'm very excited about what I'm doing. We shall see where it goes. You know, I have other aspirations that are, they're really honestly all tied together because one of the things I'm most passionate about in my life is about sharing the really hard and painful things that a lot of people don't talk about, but I'm very passionate about sharing those things and how I have navigated through them, mistakes I've made even, so that If I can help other people not experience the same pain that I have experienced, or if I can help someone else who has experienced it but is not okay talking about it, if I can help that person feel less alone, then I I have served my purpose here, and in this line of work that I find myself in, it is completely tied to that. So, you know, I'm I'm kind of entering this new. A chapter of my life, to be honest, where everything that I'm doing, even this show, everything I'm doing is all tied to that passion for helping others and helping people feel seen, heard, not alone, and helping others, you know, maybe not make the same mistakes. And, you know, that's part of this show as well, right? Is sharing about a day that we almost quit and maybe a mistake that we made as entrepreneurs. And helping pass along that knowledge so that either you help somebody not make that same choice or that you help other entrepreneurs continue to follow their dream because they don't feel alone. They know they're not crazy. Like they know that they're not a failure. Everybody has a day that they want to quit. So that said, I always ask all of my guests how to figure out whenever you're ready to walk away from whatever it is that you're working on and you reach that breaking point where you're like, I I think I need to quit or I want to quit or should I quit or should I keep going, right? It's a really hard thing to figure out. But what I've found is it's very similar to have you ever felt stuck in your life where you you just feel like you can't make a decision? I feel like this kind of like a day where you almost quit is a day where you feel stuck because you don't want to give up on your dream and yet you feel like maybe it's time to hang it up. You feel stuck. And the only way you can get unstuck in my experience and opinion is to look within yourself. And it's kind of a hard thing to do. At least for me, I have found that in order to really get in touch with what I already know to be true inside of myself is I have to get in my own energy. And so in order to do that, I need to you know, cut out the outside noise. So I need to get into a space where I don't have a bunch of other opinions and voices and advice come in my way so that I can actually think, so I can actually get in touch with what my intuition is trying to tell me. And then the thing you're going to have to do is you're going to have to get honest. You're going to have to get honest with yourself. Really fucking honest. And figure out whether this thing that you're up against, do you want to quit? Do you really, if you're honest, do you want to quit? Or if you're honest, do you know you need to keep going? You believe in this thing and no matter what, you have to keep doing it. There's your answer, then. The hard part then is taking action on that honest revelation that you have from inside of yourself. So, saying, you know, maybe, maybe, right? So, maybe you've had your teammates or your family or your friends, they're like, you're telling them, hey, I think I might quit this thing. And they're saying, yeah maybe you should. And then you go and you get quiet and you get still and you look inside yourself and you're like, ah, oh, no, I know. I know the right thing to do is to keep going. I know it. And then you go back to them and they go, what? Like, I thought you were going to quit. And you're like, ah, oh, but I just know. So the hard part is going to be actually standing up for what you believe in in that in that moment, right? But I really truly believe that that answer lies within us all. And that, you know, one of my guests, Jen Bullock, she said, that her her advice to this question was to take a pause. And so mine is not so dissimilar from that, to be honest. It, it is taking a pause, like taking a time out and getting in touch with yourself, because I really, truly believe that you already know the answer within yourself. So with that said, that's a day that I almost quit. Some fun little facts about me, I guess you know, some a couple of things I'm really passionate about, relationship building and about sharing my own personal experiences and healing journey, very important to me. And some advice on what to do when you feel stuck or when you think you should quit or keep going. So I absolutely am loving doing this show. If you guys know of somebody that I have to have on the show, I don't care how big they are. I don't care how small they are. If you know someone who would be a great guest on the show, please reach out to me. The show has its own Instagram, The Day You Almost Quit. Or you can reach out to me personally on Instagram as well, at sassy underscore freckles. And let me know. Reach out. Let me know this person. And if it's yourself, push yourself, man. Like reach out to me and say, hey, I would love to be on your show. I have a great story to tell about A Day I Almost Quit and what happened and some advice to give. So anyway, I would love to hear from all of you. I'd also love any feedback or questions that you have for me or for any of my guests. And I look forward to continuing to host the show and meet all these incredible people with these incredible stories and backgrounds and experience that together we are sharing with all of you so that you can either learn from their experience or at least feel less alone. So, all right. Thank you guys so much. And I had fun doing this little solo episode. Disclaimer, this podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by daydreamer network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.